you don't have to be certified to be an amazing coach. My stance though is for most of us, it's probably worth it. Welcome to season five of the Coach Pony podcast, and we are here to help you get paid to coach. And sometimes to move forward, you just need your questions answered. In this Bridgerton themed season of the podcast, join me and date coach Bobby Palmer as we answer your burning questions about your coaching business so you get more clients. After building six and seven figure businesses of our own, we've learned a few things. So with that, let's get down to business. Dear Coach Pony, I want to become a life coach, but the process is really confusing. There are so many schools to choose from, but I also know coaches who didn't go to school or get certified. Do I need to be certified to be a life coach? Welcome to the Coach Pony podcast, and I love this question, and I, of course, have a lot to say, but I'd love to turn it over to Bobby Palmer. Bobby, what is your hot take on this question? Do you need to be certified? No. (laughs) Um, My hot take is depending on your current like existing skill set and your level of self-confidence and some other things we'll talk about, you don't necessarily have to be certified. And I have been a really successful coach for about, I don't know, 14 years, um, and I myself was never certified. On the other hand, I am a certified coach. I went to IPEC, the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching, and I'm super psyched for the rest of this conversation because we have very different perspectives as coaches, and we came about in very different ways, but we've both been very successful. Bobby's built one really successful dating business. I've built two, a career coaching and a business coaching, two different businesses. And so I'm excited to have a little bit of a freeform conversation today. And I want to unpack something important that Bobby just said, but I want to pause for a second for anyone who's feeling really overwhelmed or just frustrated by trying to figure out how to become certified as a life coach. I want to share a few things. So let's just take a second for a little bit of background information. Life coaching is not a licensed profession. You do not need approval from your local state or government in order to become a life coach. In fact, anyone can hang out their shingle and call themselves a coach. However, coaching is a credentialed profession. What I mean by that is 20 to 30 years ago, a bunch of coaches got together and decided that they wanted some regulations in the profession. So they formed a governing body that governs themselves. And it's called the ICF, the International Coaching Federation. So you can find them at ICF.com. And they, as the governing body, help with training and accreditation of schools who turn out life coaches. So if you want to become a life coach that's accredited, which is a CPC, Certified Professional Coach, you need to go to a school and get your credentials. And ideally, you'll want to go to a school accredited by the ICF. Coaching programs take anywhere from a few months to almost a year to complete and often have both online and in-person elements. You need to get a certain amount of training hours as well as about 100 hours of coaching practice. You need to pass a written and oral exam, and then you can get 
your CPC, your Certified Professional Coach. Once you do that, there's other levels of coaching based on the number of hours you have, but it gets a little bit confusing. So for the purposes of it, this explanation, hopefully that'll level set you enough. So to become a coach, go to accredited school, usually ideally accredited by the ICF, not somewhere like Udemy. It will take you some time and you do need to pass a written and oral exam as well as do a certain amount of paperwork, training, and coaching. And the reason that coaching schools exist is because the skill of coaching is actually a unique skill. It is not consulting. It's not giving advice, which is consulting. It's not therapy and it's not social work. So when you go to a coaching school, you'll actually learn a completely new and different skill set. And that's it for our fun background deep dive. Let's go back to the conversation. Bobby said something really interesting earlier, which is depending on your skill set, you may not need to get certified. Bobby, tell us more. Take it away. Uh, yes. So, for instance, again, I was I do not have a formal certification. My background, however, my professional background, sort of in my previous life, um, maybe thirty years has been in adult education. And so I spent decades teaching adults how to reach their business goals, their personal goals, um, their financial goals, and so on. So my perspective when I decided to be a coach and started coaching was that a lot of, as a dating coach, and I specialize with working with women over 40, I found that so many of my clients, they really wanted me to, to teach them how to do things. So it was very much about learning skills for them. And yes, there's definitely a lot of mindset work involved as well, but a lot of it was actual skills training. So for me, my background as a teaching professional in the adult arena was perfect uh, foundation for me to do my coaching. And I also had consulting background. So uh, for many years, I was an independent consultant. So those two things together really prepared me, I think, well to be a really, a really good coach. And I do want to say that certainly more training, you know, is better and so forth. But with my lifestyle and the way I wanted to run my business, I felt like I had a really good foundation and it, and it served me. Yeah, you said something when we were talking about this topic that I wanted to highlight, which is that not all successful coaches are the best coaches. They're actually mm -hmm. sometimes the best marketers. Right. Sometimes we look at super successful coaches and think, wow, they got their PhD in coaching. But the truth is maybe they're just excellent at Instagram or mm -hmm. really, really, really good at how they communicate. And mm -hmm. so it's something also to keep in mind. I want to say too, and you, you, uh, talk about this a lot and you work, you help people a lot with marketing. It is a truth. You could be the best coach on the planet. You could help all of your clients in a really um, deep and meaningful way. But if you don't have marketing expertise, or I guess like a really good pipeline to begin with, you know, somehow in organic way, which I don't know how that works, but could, I guess. Um, yeah, it's hard to be a successful coach, even if you're are the best at coaching, you've got to be good at those business skills. And that's a good tip to something I want everyone to think about. And I'll talk about my certification journey in a second. But um, there's actually, when you become a coach, you need to be an expert in three things, three areas. And this is what a lot of coaches miss. And I should actually talk more about this. I feel like I shout it periodically. 
but I probably should shout it more. You need to be really great at the skill of coaching. And you need to spend some time learning what that means. There's some basic coaching skills like open-ended questions, reframing, acknowledgement and validation. These are just very basic as well as a bunch of other stuff. But just sort of understanding the industry that you're in. Then you need to also be great in your niche. So Bobby and I started out in different niches. Um, and we're both actually still in those niches today in some ways. Bobby's a dating coach. I started as a career coach and still have that business. And so... Bobby needed to be up on what was happening in um, the dating world. So she needed to be an expert on, you know, as new dating apps came online, what those apps were like, what how they worked, things like that. She coaches women, so she wanted to really dig into feminine communication versus masculine communication, how you show up, how you present, things like that. So she needed to develop an expertise that way. For me, I needed to be up on like what's going on with resumes and hiring at this particular time and in, in space in the world. You know, what's happening with LinkedIn in terms of a job search tool and networking tool? Like I had to be up on the skills related to my niche. Bobby and I both did. So that's, you know, another level of expertise. And the third one is business skills. Fortunately, more and more companies are hiring coaches, which is great. But the vast majority of coaches are not going to work full time for another company as a coach. It's just it's it's just not where the industry is at. You're going to be working for yourself, most likely. So you need to develop the skill of being an entrepreneur. And a lot of coaches miss this. They think that if they just share their story, clients are going to come. And that's not the case. So the three areas of expertise are <laughs> your coaching skills, your niche skills, and your business skills. Bobby, what, what did you want to add? Share your story. That's exactly, I'm like raising my hand and Christy's like, I'm not done yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, share your story. So that was another thing for me. I got married for the first time at age 47. And so my niche was helping women over 40 find love, right? Find grown-up love. So for me, in addition to my business skills and my business background, and by the way, those skills, Christy, that you mentioned, those basic coaching skills were skills that I used in consulting and business. So I did have, you know, that training. Well, and also you you invested in you invested oh, yeah. in your learning at that time. Like Bobby, yes. just because she wasn't certified, that doesn't mean she wasn't out there learning. She was on the area of coaching and facilitation, sure. all that other stuff that's related. Sure. So I just want to throw that out. You specifically set aside time and energy into courses when you went on this, when you went on, down this road. But a really big part too of my, um, my qualifications is that I lived it, right? Got married at 47. So I dated, you know, for 30 years. Uh, it, to be honest, that gave me some qualifications that other dating, a lot of other dating coaches don't have. And I'm, I, also is in a good, really good marriage. We're into our 17th year. So um, that matters too. It's just your, your personal experience. If you're actually have accomplished what you're helping other people accomplish, you know, that's a big point on your resume. So it's going to surprise some people when I say this, but I actually agree with Bobby. You don't have to be certified to be an amazing coach. My stance, though, is for most of us, it's probably worth it to go down this certification route for a couple of reasons. One is that it does the profession, uh, makes us all look better if we all have some baseline training in common, and it makes it, it is going to make you a better coach. The journey of getting certified is one of deep personal reflection and growth just of yourself, much less learning the coaching skills. So it's going to be good for you no matter what, but it's going to be good for all of us, the more coaches I think who get certified from an accredited program. If you're on Udemy and you're getting certified in an hour and a half, that's not a real certification. Don't do that. 
The second reason I think it's really good to get certified, it's just a vote of confidence in yourself. I think a lot of us as coaches, we we want to make sure we help and we do the right thing and we'll just feel more confident if we come out of it um, you know, with a baseline skill set to offer people, not just people telling you, oh, you're a great coach, you give great advice, because giving advice isn't coaching, that's consulting. So it's important, I think, for a lot of us, not everyone, to invest that just so you feel better about what it is that you have to offer to set your business up for success. So I know some great coaches. Bobby is a phenomenal coach, by the way, who's not certified. You know, she isn't, but she's she's done all the work. So smart, though. (laughs) <laughs> she, I mean, she's really <laughs> humble. What I like about Bobby is just, just yeah. she's so <laughs> humble. It's just, it's amazing. But I think, again, most of us would benefit from going through that process. However, from the client side, I want to say something, which is that a lot of clients never know any of this information. So most clients have never heard of a CPC that they don't even know what that is. If you're coaching, especially individuals and not companies, so they don't even care. They don't even know it doesn't i've been asked one time by one client in my entire 10 plus year career what my certification was stop it no one else even knew cared or understood they just loved what i had to say they followed me they interacted they talked with me they saw me give a speech they read something i wrote and they wanted to work with me however the one area the one caveat to this for certification is if you do want to do corporate or executive coaching, a lot of companies do require you to be certified and to have a certain amount of hours before you can kind of get on their vendor list. So if you're going down that road, especially then do seriously consider getting certified because it will help you out in the long run and definitely talk to some corporate and executive coaches about it. But for those of us in the other spaces, if you're doing it, you're doing it more, almost more for yourself and for the profession than for your clients in some ways in terms of credibility, because the clients, that's not what that matters most to them at all. Bobby, what did you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, in other words, I do agree that getting a certification is a really positive thing to do for for a lot of reasons. And I'll talk about this a little more in tea time. But it definitely did affect my confidence as I began building, you know, trying to build my business in that I was like, oh, you know, I don't, what are my credentials? I, I can't put on my website that I have these certifications. And it really did sort of hold me back in a lot of ways. For me, what my clients are attracted to, just like you, Christy, you know, personality, what I have to say, you know, what I teach what I share, but a lot of them, it's my story, right? For me personally, it was my story because there's so much shame. There can be real shame. There could be real embarrassment. There can be all kinds of stories about, oh, I'm 53 years old and I'm not married yet. And what's wrong with me and blah, blah. And they knew that I got it and they knew that I respected them. Anyway, it was easier to form like real trusting personal relationships and, and, and really help these women. So a little different story. What Bobby said is true. Her story is really important. All of our stories are important because we often coach who we used to yeah. be. However, the coaching schools that tell you just get out there and share your story and you'll be a successful coach, that's crap. <laughs> like that is not a business strategy. <laughs> at all. That's not like a good marketing approach, just if that's all you've got, right? So I do want to caveat that there's so much more to learn. Yeah. Like a big one page on like on my, you know, homepage that says I did it. So, you know, I I can show you how. No, it's it's Yeah, Bobby's not out there accosting people on the street being like, let me tell you my story. Like, no. Yeah. Well, and for me, I've written over 200, you know, blog posts 
to support the idea that I understand, that I have compassion, and that I have really, really mature, you know, real life ideas and ways to help them. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more than that. I have so much I could say. I have so much on this soapbox I could say about this. The story comes into play, but it's terrible coaching advice if it's the only business advice you get, for sure. Yep. And yes. coaching schools are famously bad about sharing this as their big business tip. So let's let's check in with where we are. We actually both agree you do not have to be certified to be a coach. In fact, no one does technically because, you know, it's an unlicensed profession. But we also agree that you do need to really invest in learning about coaching skills, your niche skills and expertise, as well as business skills if you want to be successful. Because it's, it's not just about getting certified as a coach. It's about being able to support yourself as a coach. And so you need to know all three things. And you want to take a look at your past skills. If you're thinking about not getting certified, what do you already bring to the table and what might you want to improve? So that's sort of where we are in terms of the conversation. Tea time, milady. It's time to spill the tea. Bobby, I'd love to, I'd love to spill some tea on this because you mm. said you had some worries when you first started. Yeah, I really did. I, I was insecure. I was um, feeling like, you know, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to, you know, really respect me because I didn't have my certification. And it's true, Chrissy, you can't just put it out there going, yeah, I did it. Like, you know, give me $5,000. So anyway, when I was early on, I first started my business blogging. That was like the first thing I did. I went on to WordPress. I created a blog. That was it. No website, just my blog. And I probably maybe six months or so uh, into starting sort of officially my business. I had had one client who actually found my blog and hired me. It was shocking to me. That's, that's another story. I read a blog. I don't remember the topic, but I was very insecure about people. Like, why would people listen to me? Because I'm not a professional. So I went on the internet and I like searched the internet for another psychologist or psychiatrist not a coach, because back then there weren't that many of us, who had a PhD behind their name, who had an article that supported my position. I found this woman named Tina Tessina. I uh, quoted her in my blog, you know, linked to her website like you're supposed to. And I wrote her a nice little email. And I said, hi, just want to let you know, I really like your work. And, you know, I, I referenced it in my blog. Here's the link. And I felt like that was really important. Like my word wasn't enough. I needed a professional, quote unquote, because obviously I didn't feel I was, um, to defer to and say, well, look, see, she, she thinks that too, so you should listen. And so that just shows sort of my insecurity, and that really was around not being certified and not having that, you know, those letters at the end of my name kind of thing, to append to that story, which I think is so cool. So I emailed Tina you're great, blah, blah, blah. And I don't hear back from her. And I don't expect to because she's like a professional and like, who am I? I'm just Bobby Palmer. I date like a grown up. And like three months later, she emails me back and she says, oh, that's so lovely. Thank you so much. You know, we should meet sometime. Here's my phone number. Give me a call. And I thought, oh my gosh, I just felt so, I felt so special that somebody with that experience, a PhD psychologist would want to talked a little old me. 
And uh, it turns out we lived like five miles away from each other. She could have lived in Botswana. I had no idea where she was. Um, and it's been 15 years and we're still really good friends. And I have to say that from the get-go, she showed me the same respect that I showed her. And it helped me understand because we actually met for lunch soon after. And she was like, you know, you're great at what you do. I've read your articles. I mean, you're the real deal. You know what you're doing. And so the certification helps, but it really does impact. If it impacts your confidence and it impacts your feeling of being like really feeling strongly about going out there and selling yourself, because that's what we do. It's worth getting that certification. I think I got lucky with Tina, um, but she really helped me with my confidence. And I don't know, if it wasn't for that experience. I may have held back even longer than I did from putting myself out there. TinaTasina.com, by the way, she's amazing. My journey was so different because I was consulting and a lot of people I worked with were getting certified as coaches because it was something we could then bid to our clients. I was doing government consulting and I just was interested in it for that. And I wanted to become a full-time coach, I thought, but I was like, worst case, I can use it in my current job. But for me, I felt like I just needed to be certified. Like I had to have that. I just did not feel confident at all in this whole endeavor. I'm like, I'm going to start a business. I might quit my job. Like, like I need some, I need to, I need a piece of paper that's going to help because I am not brave enough to do this otherwise. So I uh, talked to a bunch of coaches and where they were going and looked into a bunch of schools. I had a whole spreadsheet um, document that was a mess, but it was organized <laughs> in my mind. But anyway, I looked at each coaching school, what they offered, how much they cost and what their flavor was because every coaching school is different. And then also where the, where the in-person training was located. This was a long time ago, so everything was in person. And I had to be able to get there and drive there. And one coaching school wanted you to take a week off of work every few months to come in. And I was like, I can't take a week off of work every couple of months for this. Like I got to be able to do it on the weekends, maybe the occasional Friday. And then I just, I attended, um, I had a, a short list. One of them was having a, a, a weekend coming up. So I signed up for that first weekend. And then if I could continue on, if I wanted to walked in really kind of like, what is this? I don't know. Walked out like, oh my God, I'm all hundred percent. And I signed up immediately. So, um, and that was IPEC by the way, but I was also looking at CTI. I was looking at Georgetown's coaching school, IPEC, um, and then a couple of other lesser known schools as well. So, uh, yeah. And it just made me feel so much better in terms of me and like what I needed, like Bobby and I needed different things in order to feel, feel confident. Bobby was, had a lot more experience than I did just in general when she started her coaching business. She had also been an entrepreneur before and I had, was very inexperienced in all that stuff. So it's just, it's interesting that just the different paths that we take, but I will say one more time, one more plug in general for coaching schools themselves. It's so worth it as a personal journey in your life to, mm. to do that, to take that journey for yourself, regardless of what happens in your business. And if you get to start a successful business and you're like me 10 years later, looking back, like that was a seminal decision. And I'm so glad that I did it. You know, we talked about this when we first started talking about this episode, and I think it's really helpful to get both perspectives. And remember too, the, the four or five years that I started before you, the field was very different. Yeah, it was very it was. different. There weren't was for sure. five million of us. Yeah. yeah. And like, even there wasn't even as much access to coaching schools either. IPEC wasn't even in that my area, I think a few years before. 
I started. So like I I wouldn't even had the same opportunities had I to get certified had I started when you did. Question though, just looking back, if you could go back and get certified knowing what you know now, would you or not? I I don't know. And I'm going to be really honest and say I'm not a good student. Um, I never have been. I mean, that was part of my decision. You know, I'm just being real, right? Because, you know, I, I don't know any other way. I mean, I'm in Spanish school right now, and I'm like, oh, my God, homework. Are you kidding me? So I don't know, Christy. I mean, honestly, back then, if I had a chance to do it and if it was like more of the thing to do, I don't know if for personal reasons I would have done it. And I'm saying that because there's some people out there that just, it's just not their thing. And um, I have ADD and it's hard for me to be a good student. Yeah. So there are just some people that it's hard to do that. And I will say, if you have a good coaching program that's in, that has a good in-person element, the coaching should be really fun, the coaching part of it. But it is a lot of paperwork. I'm not going to lie. It is a lot of paperwork to get certified. And um, as someone who hates paperwork myself, like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It took it took a hot second there for me once I finished to get it all together, yeah. and get it in. But the more you the more you talk about it now, Christy. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's there are no disadvantages, and there are a lot of advantages to doing it for sure. I want to, of course, get into some homework for everyone listening who's thinking about going down this path. But before you do, let's talk about what brings you this podcast. This podcast is brought to you by both chocolate and awesome. And the chocolate today is banana bread, chocolate chip banana bread. But you guys, I feel like I hacked the system. I took a box of cake mix and some bananas and some chocolate chips, and I like put my hands together with a couple eggs and voila 50 minutes later i had banana bread i ate the whole thing in three days i ate half of it immediately and i just i never realized you could just use cake mix for everything so i'm just putting that out there and the awesome is our marketing masterclass, which we've updated so if you're wondering how to find clients and you're like where are clients tell me how to get clients i'm like i'm here to help it's a free 14 minute class go to coachpony.com forward slash marketing to get your seat And we will tell you exactly how to find coaching clients in a way that will be super useful to you. So coachpony.com forward slash marketing. Okay, Bobby, let us assign some homework. So what's what's homework number one? Homework number one is to do a skills inventory. So regardless of what your decision is about whether to be certified or not, this needs to be done. And that is what skills, what knowledge, what experience, life and business, do you already have? Like, do you bring to the table already? So really in a formal way, write down what do you, what are you able to do? That's a skill. What do you already know? What's your knowledge? And what have you already done or experienced in your life? Because that gives you a really good foundation to not only realize how much you already know and how much you can do, but also where the gaps might be. I love that. I love that. Really important. The second thing, piece of homework is to read a book about life coaching skills specifically and life coaching in general. The book that I'm going to recommend is called Co-Active Coaching. It's by one of the oldest coaching schools, CTI, and it is considered sort of, you know, a basic Bible for coaches. And before you even think about getting certified or going to a school or anything else, read a book and see how it lands with you. 
And that alone will give you some great life insight. It'll give you some great coaching skills right away. And it'll also give you some information on whether this is the right path for you. So the book we're recommending, Co-Active Coaching. And if, if you are interested in certification and something that you think you want to do or should do or whatever, um, check ICF and sign up and attend a webinar or some evening workshop if they have any that are in person from different coaching schools. And remember, you've got this skills inventory. You know what you're lacking. You know where your gap is. And by now, hopefully you have an idea. You don't have to know for sure, but you have an idea about what your audience might look like and so forth. And anyway, check out different schools and really do your homework. Don't get drawn in. Do your homework and make a really smart decision about which one that you choose. Love that. The final thing, of course, is if you're also going down this route, don't forget to think about your business. So remember, it's not just learning coaching. It's learning how to be an entrepreneur. Coach Pony is here to help you with that. That's exactly why we exist. We've helped tens of thousands of coaches build their businesses. And so come on over to coachpony.com. We have tons of free resources, blogs, guides, trainings, all to help you. You can find the how to get clients training at coachpony.com forward slash marketing, but just don't forget about this piece of it. And that's it. Bobby, any final thoughts? I think my final thought is that it's a hard business to be in, honestly, but it's so rewarding, not just financially. I mean, that's great. But to look at people in the world living happier lives and better lives forever because you help them, it's a gift. It's a gift to be able to coach and to do do well at it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I have, I can't say it any better than myself. So we will leave it there. And with that, we'll see you in the next episode. As always, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it with another coach. And if you need more practical business help for the love of chocolate, please go to coachpony.com and sign up for a free guide and business training designed to help you get paying clients. We'll see you over at www.coachpony.com.